Oh, my gosh, ladies and gentlemen, Mean Gene and Ron are joining me now to not talk movies. <laughs> That's what I, uh, I started going down the road of, say, of titling it, Not Talking Movies with Ron and Mean Gene, because I kind of just fell into the title of Talking Movies with Ron and Mean Gene. It just works. And it's got to be talking, you know, T-A-L-K-I-N with, a, with an apostrophe. Yeah. So we're not talking movies. So we're just talking. <laughs> we could, but, you know, why bother, right? <laughs> Talk old uh, movies. Classics. All right. right. If you, okay, let's, let's, let's play this game. Okay. Off the top of your head, you're on an island. What movie do you bring to watch? <laughs> one? Bring one. One. You get one movie. Uh, one, one movie. And then do we going to talk about what record album too? Uh, maybe, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Um, wow. Wow. One. Okay. I, I always, when I get asked what my favorite movie is, it actually dovetails nicely with the Island question, because if I say Lord of the Rings, then I actually get three movies. Okay. And, you know, it takes me about, I don't know, eight hours, 10 hours to get through them. So I kill a lot of time by using Lord of the Rings on the island. I love that. I love that. If we said Batman, we'd have, what, like 40 of them to choose from? Well, (laughs) it depends. Do those stories, does one need the other? Well, the Christopher Nolan trilogy. Now there, you could say the Dark Knight trilogy would, that would qualify. Okay, what if you're like me? Let's say you're like me and you pick Avatar. And then uh, if he comes out with another one in like 30 years, does it then get shipped to the island? Yes, of course. Uh, But they were actually shooting the new sequels, plural. They got shut down, though. So you're right. It's going to be another 30 years. What in the world took so long? I mean, you would think, I mean, is it... Is he that rich that he's just like, he's like George R. R. Mar- uh, Martin when it comes to writing? And he's like, ah, I don't want, I'll do it when I get around to it. Is he like that? No, uh, he, well, James he, Cameron? he's James Cameron says he has had the story outlined and more or less a script all along here. He's been waiting for the technology to catch up with his brain on what he imagines he can make happen. I mean, they invented a lot of a special effects technology to get the first avatar in. So now, you know, he's been waiting for technology to catch up with his brain. Looking back on that and that, and I, and I think that that would be my movie just because it's really grand and exciting and it might teach me something about how to survive on the Island. Uh, like the Navi people, but that isn't my favorite movie. And I don't know why that popped into my head, but I'm, I'm going to go with that. I like it. I like a good sci-fi fantasy, and uh, uh, that certainly did break ground. The the question would be: Is your island have a 3D theater screen on it? <laughs> no, you really got to watch it in 3D. Laying it on a banana leaf just doesn't do it justice. <laughs> hey, Gene, let me ask you: Is my face washed out? You want me to kill yeah, that light? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Normally we do that before, but I forgot to. So you're gonna see me with no pants on. Okay. No. Listen. Oh, geez. But oh. Sweatpants. It was beginning to actually scare me. So I find I, I I'm, I'm mine's narrowed down to two now. Narrowed down. Running them through my trying to figure out which of the two right now because I'm kind of a sports nut. So my top two are sports themed. First one would be Caddyshack, 
or <laughs> or miracle which if that 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 is the single most movie that i would stop in my tracks running through the tv if it was on so of the two only because miracle leaves me so uplifted i would pick that because i'd be on, a, on an island i'd need some uplifted spirit kind well, of yeah I, I agree with you miracle that that scene when um what's his name plays Kurt the coach Russell. Oh. Russell. when he does that speech gentlemen he just starts with that, and then uh, he goes, I am sick and tired of hearing about the Soviets. <laughs> Screw them. Their time is done. Ah! Our, yeah. Now, Great Gene, I, I think, I, think I would have to go with Caddyshack because uh, I think I would need to laugh a little bit. And you know what? I, 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 I suppose I would get sick of it, but I did run into it recently again, and I was like, man, I forgot that. Oh, I forgot that. Oh, that was so funny. Oh, that Never was get sick of that movie. Either of those two. Either okay. Of them. Now, there. we're all similar in terms of music. Though, um, you know, I grew up with brothers that were much older than me, and they're all in their 60s. And so I grew up listening <laughs> to the greatest music ever made. And so... The Beatles? Uh, well, yeah, I mean, pretty much. I'm a huge fan of the Beatles. So I, I like music that people that are in their 60s like, okay? That's like my wheelhouse. And so this is... That's perfect. Gene and I, by the yeah, way. The, and that, and since you guys are of the... I mean, you <laughs> lived it. You guys saw Led Zeppelin. You saw the Who. Well, in some cases, you still can. But, I mean... So, I mean, you guys were there when, you know, like the Bay City Rollers and Sweet. Don't oh. remind us. Don't remind us. <laughs> yeah. You remember the, the Bay City Rollers? Oh, my gosh. That that was not 60s. That had to be, what, mid to late 70s? I don't oh, remember. Yeah. That. Well, I, I know. Like yeah, but you were, you were probably 20, you know? I mean. Yeah, outside of high school. <laughs> my God. So, uh, uh, I, I guess my first question is, uh, what would you take on the island for music? Oh, man. You know what? I, I, I think back when you mentioned those uh, bands like Led Zeppelin, of course, that, you know, those, I bought every single record they ever made. And, and that would be a good choice right out of the, right out of the gate. I was also a big CCR fan back in oh, the day yeah. when, when I was, you know, playing guitar in the garage band, we did covered all those CCR tunes. Oh, I love that. That is great news. You know, it's <laughs> funny. Uh, and as you've come up with one choice, one of the, <laughs> listen to this story. I was at uh, what was known as Pine Knob. And yeah. I uh, went to go see John Fogarty. And I went with my wife's brothers, my brothers-in-law. And, uh, I was super stoked. Now we sat on the lawn. This is like a 20 to 30,000 seat venue, the pavilion, as you know, and then the hill. If you're on the hill, you didn't pay a lot for tickets. And it's, you know, it's, it's the hill. It's grassy. Awesome. It was awesome. That's where you go. That's where the, that's where the fun is. I'd love I'd rather be on the hill. So I show up there and uh, my brother-in-law, David and Kevin. Now, Kevin, a year earlier, swear to God, had brain surgery, very specific brain surgery, and cured him of epilepsy, okay? So now he was in a bad spot before that where he was having several grand mal seizures a day, and it was killing him. Well, they figured out, they came up with a plan, and they cured him of the epilepsy, and uh, 
with with uh, the surgery and medicine, good to go. Good to go. Not hasn't had a hadn't had a seizure since the procedure. So we never liked to go in public spaces with Kevin because it was always very dangerous and people would get all freaked out. It was weird, you know. So Kevin hasn't been out because he's got a little PTSD from all of those years of that. We go to the show, buy tickets. And the very first song is my favorite CCR song of all time that John Fogarty opened up with, Born on the Bayou. Yes. Love it. And it's, it's very... It's a really kind of like a haunting vibe, if you remember that song. And then it builds up. So, I'm on my feet and I'm like, yes, yes, yes. And then I look down and Kevin's having a seizure. <laughs> How did I know that was going to happen? So, Kevin has this grand mall. I mean, it, it's a oh, year of catching up. And he's, he looks like a trout. <laughs> he's, we shouldn't be laughing. but he's going, And I'm like, and he's running into people. He's rolling down the hill. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, no. We go, Jesus. <laughs> I'm to Kevin. I go, Kevin. He's trying to come out of it. He's finishing up his seizure. And then... A few minutes later, I'll come back to that. Fast forward an hour later, I go, what happened, man? He's, he's like the, uh, really out of it. He goes, I go, did you take your medicine? He goes, I forgot to take my medicine. First time in a year the dude didn't take his medicine as a seizure. The child. So security comes, first aid. They all think he's on crack. Yeah, and, of course. Uh, and they go, you got to get out of here. I go, what? He's fine. He's fine. He's, we're just gonna, he's just going to lay down there. He's going to go to sleep. No big deal. I got to see this show. Nope. They kicked us out. We had to leave. Oh, oh, oh no. I had never seen Fogarty live. It was a one time. I heard one minute of one song. They kicked us out because Kevin had a stupid seizure. And I don't think he's had a seizure since then. Uh, why did you? And they didn't believe your explanation? Yeah, they wouldn't. They said, sorry, you're a liability. If, you have an, if he has another seizure, uh, he could kill himself. And we didn't. Yeah, get out of here. They sent us home, man. Oh, that's too bad. That's so sad. I would take Led Zeppelin's cash, uh, physical graffiti on the island. Okay, I'm still trying to come up with one. Did Gene come up with one? Uh, well, since you weren't specific, you just said albums. Um, I Two compilations come to mind. Hot Rocks from the Rolling Stones, which I wore out two copies of that thing. And uh, Moody Blues' Greatest Hits, which was just... Uh, I mean, that's a toss-up. One of those two. One of those two would be it. The, uh, the Moody Blues, out. that song I've never grown tired of called Ride My Seesaw. Ride My Seesaw. Oh, that's... Do, 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 do. Those guys, do, do, do. they were some of the best songwriters. Nobody could write about love better than... The, I mean, some of their lyrics just... Oh, man, you just stop and think like, wow. Yeah, yeah. man. That very, would be very it. cool. They did it. They did it. Ballads you, and rock and all kinds of... Yeah. Eric, you reminded me of a, of a DTE uh, Pine Knob experience and one of my favorite bands and one of my favorite records that I'll go, I'll go, I'll go to the island with. Dire Straits. I saw Dire Straits at Pine Knob. That record, Making Movies, was one of my favorite of all times. And oh I, man, I would, I would, I would love to see that. I would love to t take that with me. Okay. Oh, that, that he, Mark Knopfler 
is a is a genius. Yeah. Um, Next oh my gosh! He, the sounds he gets out of that guitar. Oh, yep. it's, two notes, and you know it's it. One note, you know who it is. My favorite Dire Straits song of all time is called Telegraph Road. Oh, oh, yes. dude, this thing is a it's a it's a story. It's just it's yep. and, and he doesn't have to sing, but it's just it's something about the way he paces it and he. He's changing tempos and this, mm -hmm. this alternate picking he does with his guitar. It's incredible. And then he put out an album. Um, what the hell? It was called uh, Calling Elvis, I think it was. Oh, I don't know that one. It's, uh, it was the newer of their um, – uh, well, it came out in the 90s. But uh, it, has, it has a few hits on it that were actually pretty, pretty big on the radio. And, uh, and so, yeah, he's, he's just really, really great. I love that guy. So yeah, okay. That's there's the, that, that's the classic list. Now I got to ask you: You listen to new music? Is there a new favorite band? Like you know, Cage yes. the Elephant, or you know, one of those kind of? <laughs> you can never well, remember the name. You know, it's funny because I do have an artist that is uh, very contemporary and now too. Uh, so to fit that description, you would have to look up J.J. Gray. And his Ooh. band called Mo Fro. No idea. There's a story behind that. But anyway, J.J. Gray is this uh, 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 Florida hillbilly singer-songwriter, uh, cantankerous voice. Um, you know, the guy's probably like 50 years old. All the chicks love him. You know, he's got this. He's just <laughs> incredible, this guy. And uh, just a voice that is... is uh, it just screams Southern sweet songwriting soul. And it's a, it's a guy who could just, he could just say anything, even if he's just talking, it would, it would be, it's a huge, it's a win. <laughs> so I had the, and, and what I love about an artist like JJ Gray is for some reason, he'll only play in clubs. He'll never make it to, uh, you know, the, the arena world. And uh, he's, he brings this multi-piece band with him. And, you know, you, you see him at, like, the intersection. Or you travel to, like, Dayton, Ohio at a club that has 300 people in it. You know, and it's, it's that type of vibe. It's dirty and gritty. J.J. Gray and Mofro. Right. I got I to gotta put our booker for the, uh, uh, yeah, the listening the room down at Studio Park. Oh, to get, yeah, get him in there. J.J. Oh, you, Gray. You, you would love him, Ron. I'm telling you, I, I, if you were to look up J.J. Gray and Mofro, and just fart around on whatever you'd be like, oh, you kind of get lost in his catalog because he's just got some great, great uh, stuff that I, I think you'd like. I, I made a note of it. Thank you. Very good. Very good. Okay. Where can we take this now? Gene, you got anything further from what Ron was suggesting that also might cross your palate on the Island or. Uh... Are you talking about new stuff? I don't do. I, I really don't do any new stuff. Do I you don't... ever, do you ever have something catchy that you hear that's like, you know, I, I this isn't my wheelhouse, but I, I sure like the way this sounds like Baby Shark or something. <laughs> uh, don't even go there. Ah, <laughs> uh, Baby Shark. Um, no, again, I, I, I don't listen to new music, man. I, I should. Yeah. I know I should, but I don't. I, yeah, whatever. Know, my Pandora stations are all old stuff. Um, yeah. Just, hey, I, listen, if you got Pandora, check out today's alternative radio. And I'm just saying, you can build a playlist that has some great stuff on it. I've I've been doing right. that for years, and and they know what I like. And 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 so, uh, surprisingly, one of my favorite 
uh, new slash old artist is Beck. You you know you wouldn't think uh, yeah. he's become right. a, a new uh, wave music guy, but his last couple records have just been terrific. He's always been the real deal. Uh, he 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 puts together whatever it is that he touches. You can tell this guy puts everything into it, and it just you know it 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 can appeal to a, a large swaths of people if you just give it a chance. I guess. All right. And, what's that? What's that called, Ron? It's it's the artist Beck. No, no, no. The Pandora Station. Oh, today's alternative radio. I'm going to give it stations. one week. <laughs> and then when we talk next week, I'll let you know. Put it on when you're, you know, taking a walk or yeah, riding your bike or working out. That's that's how that's how I got hooked on it. Okay, it's on there. Yeah, it okay. sounds to me, Ron, that you've been listening to the Q. Uh, you'd be the type <laughs> of guy that would listen to the Q ninety-four five. Yes, I do like that station, unless, of course, they go backwards and play Tom Petty every half an hour. I'm not. That's not why I listen to that station. They're, yep. No, that that would be weird. Are they are they starting to do that? I, I doubt it. What's that? Uh, play like artists like that? That doesn't make sense. Yes. No. Well, they I are? thought the same thing. I thought, why are you playing the same song? And listen, I it was kind of funny. I changed the channel over to because I flip around the dial, right? I flip over to LAV and they're playing the same Tom Petty song. And I'm like, no, that's just, hey, that's not why I listen to this 94.5. I love uh, it most of the time. What do I know about radio? But, uh, you know, <laughs> I mean, um, I mean, you, 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 you take one thing and you focus on it and you do it better than everybody else. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, they had already established themselves as this niche. Uh, boy, I, that, that's a head scratcher to me, Ron. Yeah, exactly. And trying so. to have their cake and eat it too. Okay, I have I have some breaking news that I just learned anyway. Okay. Uh, at least uh, as it as it affects my life in quarantine here, or, or excuse me, uh, just to stay at home and stay safe, is Kent County is going to open up the recycle stations again, and I can finally take my recyclables out of my garage and bring them to the recycle station. You know, they say that oftentimes uh, you can find your way back, uh, uh, Jefferson Starship, when they open the recycle station. That is, that is the start of it. Find your way back to the heart. Yes. <laughs> well, I am not getting the connection, but okay. Now, let me ask you, well, that, 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 that means we're coming back, that the world, is, the world is opening up. First I step, see. man. First step in a long journey. Well, the landscapers was probably the first step. Yeah. 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 Okay. Now, as we speak, as we speak, um, a, a bunch of ragtag imbeciles known as the Patriots are uh, protesting the uh, state of Michigan. Um, Governor Whitmer has, wants to extend what's known as a state of emergency. And, I, and every time I mention that, I often wonder how many people don't know there's a massive difference between state of emergency and stay at home. Right. Okay. Right. No matter how many times you repeat it, all you have to do is say she wants to extend the state of emergency. And all that does is gives her, um, she's uh, able to very quickly make decisions that can help us to stay safe. And that's the point. And, and so get, these dummies, yeah, well, yeah, I mean, get money to who it needs to be gotten to and get uh, 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 resources, resources to hospitals, frontline workers, nurses, 
it, it, it's, it's done like that when you're in a state of emergency. That's the way the law is written. She, these dummies are on the steps and no, don't allow her to do that. And it's just driving me up a wall. They make me so angry. I get so fed up. So I don't know where we are on that, but I, I'm waiting one day again for a Molotov cocktail to come flying through the window and set my house on fire because, because, because some patriot is going to uh, throw liberty through my front window. Oh my gosh, how ridiculous, how ignorant. That's what yeah. I, drives you the craziest, right? You know, I mean, at the end of the day, guys, um, there's no playbook for dealing with a pandemic that's already killed more people in not, not, in not three months, more than like the Vietnam War. There's no right way to do it. There's no wrong way to do it. It's we don't know how to do it. And she's the boss. So shut up and let her be the boss. And the court sided with her as well. Yes. She won that circuit yeah. court battle. So cut it out. I just finished talking about Colonel Tom Moore, who just turned 100 today. He is in England. He was a captain in the British Army in World War II. Now, instead of whining and complaining and acting like a child, uh, uh, I should say Captain Tom Moore, now Colonel, because the Queen made him a Colonel he decided to go out and do laps around his backyard with his walker to pass the time and try and keep his feet moving like he's doing something instead of whining about everything. And he wanted to raise a thousand English pounds. He raised $37 million. (laughs) I heard, I didn't know it was that many millions. I heard it was a million. Yeah, it's true, Gene. The story caught fire, Ron, and, uh, and everybody came out in droves and started giving money to a, a, a web portal and it raised $37 million uh, U.S. for all these frontline workers, get them respirators, uh, uh, you know, wow. devices, uh, masks, because England's bad. So yeah. uh, this guy did that. And I, I, I look at these clowns on the steps and I look at what this one 100-year-old uh, World War II veteran does. And I'm like, you know, that's uh, go do something and good will happen. Right. Do something. Exactly. Stop being so selfish. Yes. When did he start doing this? This story started to unfold a couple of weeks ago. So how long, when is he expected to finish the lap around his backyard? He did it. He did, oh, he did 100 laps. Several laps. Okay. He was quarantined. It take him three weeks oh, he, to get around He's slow, long. yeah, he's slow. There's no question. He's like, I'm coming, I'm coming, guys. I'm coming. I'm did coming. Did he take breaks too, or how did he? I think uh, so, I think so. You know, I mean, it probably did take uh, a little while. Just, no, he's definitely not fleet of foot. But uh, I give this guy all the credit. I love this guy, man. Can you imagine the ladies, the ladies that are going to throw underwear at him from this point forward? I mean, he's going to slay so much tail. Guys. Is there is there a YouTube uh, a video that we can watch of him around using well, his walker? Oh around? yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. He's all over the place. He is yeah. so. <laughs> well, yeah. If you can share the screen, all you do is you just search uh, Captain Tom Moore, and it's going to show up. Captain Tom Moore. Yeah, right. that's another thing you got to check. I love this guy. We'll right after we get done with the groundhog videos from uh, when oh, I was I've been about. watching those. Chunk, Chuck, Chuck they're great. That's uh, awesome. Did you? I know that Gene checked it out. Ron, did you check it out too? I, I did. It, you know, it, it only held my attention for about thirty seconds. How long can you watch a stupid animal well, eat a carrot? Okay? Yeah, it, it's true. They they do get redundant, but it's just you know, <laughs> no, um, just mesmerizing. 
it, it really the is. rain outside your window. Just no, it, it really is. And each video of Chunk is about four minutes. I, I, I love them dearly. I usually do. <laughs> I get a little bored at about three, but I stick with it. I watch the whole thing. And now uh, there's others that are jumping on board. Not only is there Chunk the Groundhog, but oh, if you search cats. Uh, Pizza Groundhog, um, this, what happened here is uh, it, was, it was an accidental thing again. Some lady left out a Sicilian deep dish on the patio, and the groundhog showed up and, went, and grabbed it. And then when, I guess they all do this. They like to stare at you and eat. He's staring into the sliding glass door eating the pizza like Chunk and the pit bulls are on the other side of it, staring at him, <laughs> drooling. They want to kill him. And she shoots video. The pit bulls are like, oh, come on. And he's, <laughs> yeah, sitting, there, yeah. and he's sitting there, it's pizza groundhog. So, yeah, there, there's copy, <laughs> copycat groundhogs. So. Oh, Who knew groundhogs were so uh, magnetic uh, yep. when oh, the yeah. camera's around? I, I did not know yep. that. Yep, so new to uh, new to the people that will be watching this or listening to it at a later time. Um, I, I had been given I'd given a story earlier the week in the week about how I found a mouse in the house. And there's a whole story that goes with that that I'm not going to get into. But I found a mouse, and the cat had killed it. Uh, he, my cats they're indoor cats, so they're not like they they don't they have instinct, but they just play with the damn mouse till it dies. They don't eat it, which is weird because I used to have an outdoor cat, and he. You go into the garage after he'd had, you know, murdered a couple animals and you find like, you know, a, a bunny leg or, a, a, you know, a, a, a mouse's Some fur face, you know, and it's so screwed up. And, just, and he always, sometimes he'd drop it and you'd have to pet him and then he, he better get out of there because he's going to start to munch it. So, but these indoor cats don't do that, but they do, they play with the thing so much they kill it. So I got walking in to get my coffee the other day, there's a mouse on the floor. And then Diana was cleaning the basement and she found another one. So now I'm like scared to death, man. We got, there's probably a horrible infestation in this mouse infested home that has me just sickened beyond belief because they're, they're, they're filthy, disgusting creatures. Uh, yeah. You think so? Oh, I, I thought they had nice, clean little turds. Those they're easy to Dude. scoop up. And yeah. <laughs> oh no, no. It's the urine that'll, that'll ruin it for you. It's, it's, you Oh, it's really bad. So now I'm scared to death. So well, something we, has to be done. Have you ever had to deal with this? Uh, yeah. I mean, I live on a lake in the woods, Gene. You probably have some critters too. I, yep. uh, chipmunks, uh, mice, uh, raccoons, uh, possums, you know, they're all running around there. But I keep traps, mouse traps in uh, various places around my home and I clear them out every once in a while. And that might be a little runner because they're, they're, they're sporadically getting caught. And I think they're in and out, especially this time of the year. So get some yeah. traps, set them in those uh, conspicuous places. Them. Yeah. That'll, that'll right. clean them up. I just kind of hope and pray that the cat, I don't know, the cat doesn't run up the steps with a mouse trap on his face or on his foot. <laughs> they'll do it once. Yeah. They'll learn. <laughs> They'll do it once. If they They're do nimble. it, they'll do it once. I guess I'm surprised, though. I, I, as much as I've been to your house and, and, and petted your dogs, I don't remember seeing a cat. Do the cats and the dogs all hang out or not? Cats are downstairs, typically, until I the see. dogs go to bed. And that's when they, they kind of have the, the roam of the house on the back end of the day. So when the dogs are starting to quiet down for the night, about six, seven o'clock on through seven in the morning the next day. That's when the cats just go crazy. It's just <laughs> cat heaven. 
How many? Uh, just two. Okay. Just two. Uh, I was hoping you were not turning into that guy. The cat man. <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, we we had gotten the damn cats, and you know, they 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 so stay away that I mean, I'm the only one that pays attention to them. You know, I mean, it's like, why do we even have these? No one, <laughs> no one's attached to them. They're just here. It's like having a it's like having a resident or a person renting or living for free, like a squatter. <laughs> Like, oh, there's a cat. No one even pets it. I'm like, come on, you guys. I mean, you got to love up the cat a little bit, right? Uh, like just... a teenager come back to live in the house, you know? They yeah. don't do squat just to eat and lay around. I know. Yeah, yeah. And then whenever the cats get sick or whenever any pet, they're like, oh, Dad, take it in. I'm like, oh. So they always make me do – I always have to do the dirty work. But, uh, you know, I, I, I actually don't, don't mind it. I want to I be there when we have to do that. But it's – that's a regular thing. We're constantly putting animals to sleep around here. <laughs> I was going to say, just oops them out the back door one yeah. day. Oh, I don't know. The cat yeah. ran away, I guess. It's got out of the Take house. The farm. <laughs> so uh, I started a uh, – one of my listeners came up with this idea, and yeah. I didn't even know it was a thing. But uh, I have gained the COVID-19 pounds. So, oh. Uh, <laughs> you know, oh, it's, it's, it's rough. So you, you might not be able to see it, but like on my chin and various spots, I got double chin now and it's, it's, it's not good. So uh, one of my listeners came up, she says, Hey, do you want to do a diet bet? And I go, all right, sounds good. Now I just thought that that was a bet. You lose weight, but there's actually a website called diet bet. Did you know this? You, when you go to it, you go, you sign up, let's say 10 people uh, sign up and uh, you got four weeks to lose the weight. So our, our bet starts May 4. So Monday. And people sign up. When they sign up, they give 15 bucks. It goes into the pot. This is brilliant. Let's say 100 people sign up. Uh, now you're looking at $1,500 is up for grabs. If you lose 4%, you get your money back. And then at the end of it, everybody who's lost 4% or more, they divide up the $15 of the people who didn't lose 4%. Get cool. It? I get There's it. prize money. Yeah. yeah. Cash involved. That's motivating enough. <laughs> so that's the diet bet. Now the site is brilliant. I mean, I love this. And they they take a cut of the cash, you know, like they all do. Yeah, right. Who cares? Right. Whatever. Right. Good for you. Well, good luck with that because I've stayed at my fighting weight through oh, this whole uh, ordeal here. I know it. I'm so. looking at you. You look you look lean and mean. God, you're always so uh, together, Ron. You make me no, sick. Listen, I, I'm blessed with that uh, that sort of uh, metabolism, even though it's changed as I've gotten older. But I've, I've been out on my bike and walking and working out in the yard and all yeah. of that. Gene, how about you? I got uh, extra five, but it's all right. All this hair. Uh -huh. That's what it is. The hair, man. That stuff you know, is starting to, it's, it's encroaching on my, I can't, it's changed my lifestyle. So you know that when you're 40 and up, you start to lose muscle mass. That's a big problem of people 40 and older. Mm. And when that starts to happen, there's a whole series of other problems that can take place on a human body, musculoskeletal issues, stuff like that. So they're constantly telling people who are over 40, like till the end of the life, to don't stop pumping iron. I mean, nonstop. And that could be like, like Ron lifting, uh, lifting. There, look at it. I know it. Yes. <laughs> See, there you go. Look at it. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. So I, think, I, I think our time is almost up, right, Gene? Yeah, I got to get after it. We're getting close.
Yeah, we're rolling. Well, it was no, fun today, though. though. I'll tell you what, you guys are awesome. I love spending time seeing your beautiful faces and, and being able to chit-chat. And I know the audience loves it, too. It's way different than what we used to do, but they seem to really enjoy it. Whenever I post this, they're like, where's Rod? Where's Mean Gene? So, very <laughs> Let's good. Let's keep doing it then, shall we? Absolutely. Course, All right. All right, cool. All right, I'll talk to you boys down the road. God bless and love you. Bye. You won't see you at the movies. Thank you.